The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 272. It's a very special Christmas episode. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside He Only Does Everything, Colin Moriarty. Hello. Hello. The Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Merry Christmas. And making his Podcast Beyond debut, Portillo the Wiener Dog. Never been on a show. We are recording live on Christmas. <laughs> we have eaten. A, we have had a Christmas dinner together. The Beyond Boys got together minus Ryan Clements because no one likes him. And uh, now we are at the, the 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 table from people know it from conversations with Colin. They know it from Orioration. They know it from that time we murdered that kid. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We're doing it live from the PlayStation home. Colin Moriarty, Greg Miller's abode. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. Man, how was Christmas, guys? It was good. It was delicious. So far, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was a big thing. The a lot house of, didn't explode. Exactly. There's been a lot of questions. If you haven't been following, ladies and gentlemen, I bought an indoor turkey fryer. And if you didn't know, when you tell people you're going to fry a turkey, it is literally the only. It, it is you live a Christmas story because everyone tries to stop you as soon as you say you're going to do this. The guy selling me the turkey at Andronico's in San Francisco is like, "Oh, hey, yeah, you're doing this turkey. That's cool." And blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to fry it. I got this indoor fryer." And he goes, "That sounds dangerous." And like <laughs> my parents had tried to talk me out of it. Colin's dad tried to talk us out of it. It's going around. A lot of people are worried because that Allstate commercial they it worked it. out fine. Yeah, yeah. That butterball. A plus. Yeah, at Butterball Deep Fry, yeah. Uh, here we go. Alex Rhodes tweeted at us to say, yeah, the world needs to know how the Butterball turkey maker worked out. If you don't, if, did I tell a story on Beyond? I don't know. Or is it just a Twitter thing that I've talked about before? I don't know. I well, think it was on Beyond. Okay, well, and I won't Am I close enough to the microphone? I think you are. Yeah, uh, no, that, that's the other thing, too, ladies and gentlemen. We're kind of flying blind. I can see the levels. The levels look good. How are the levels right now? They're pretty good. What about now? Is that too close? No, that's that's all right. I what mean, you're looking at this thing, Peak. Back there is probably better. I think we all we better. all okay. So I, I, I lowered the mic volumes on everything because we're using old equipment here. This isn't the tried and true IGN stuff that never fucks up. <laughs> oh. uh, it seems like we have a different everything. It feels different. The show's yeah. already got a different pace. It, to it. does. It does. But it's yeah. a lot more relaxed. Well, it's been a good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, follow us on Twitter. Clements, play me out. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Turkey went well. Tur- deep fryer came out well. Call made mashed potatoes. They were delicious. They were the mashed potatoes were the highlight. Yeah, I mean the turkey oh, wow. was great. The turkey was great. Yeah, get but. fucked. Did <laughs> wow. all the work. Um, no, the turkey was amazing. It was also way faster than I expected it to be. It only took like yeah. forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. The turkey. That's a, it. Was already. It was already. It wasn't frozen. That was a big part. That's mm-hmm. that's what caused the explosion. Yeah, you know what that it was all set. Just dropped it in butterball. Set it and forget it. Yeah, Ron Popeil. No, I love Ron Popeil. I love Ron Popeil. He's a good man. He's a, he's a great American. That's what he is. That's what <laughs> yeah. we got to be talking about here. I might Christmas. stop midway through the show or at some point to okay. make a turkey sandwich. Okay. Show. At some point, I know uh, Goldfarb is going to ca- carve pies. up the pies he brought. He brought. Uh, he's the got pies. Well, the, I think the. I won't lie. This is probably the biggest pumpkin pie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's just the world's easily. biggest. Pumpkin there, pie. there are three of us here, and there is an enormous pumpkin pie and an enormous pecan pie. <laughs> the pecan pie is a normal size, but I you think so. No, that's not a normal size pecan pie. No, that seems like a pretty standard. We're going to get the live audience involved here by tweeting the, a photo of this. The pecan one is like 1.25 a normal pie, whereas the pumpkin pie is like two times a normal pie. It's not, that pumpkin pie is not two times the circumference of a pumpkin pie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Two times the circumference. Yeah, we have no... I'm, so a, a pumpkin I know, pie is, is usually this <laughs> this big? I want to, I just noticed that I'm taking photos of this with like no frame of reference. I'm going to tweet, is this, is this pumpkin pie? <laughs> is this a big pecan pie? Nobody knows no, how wait, big no, that is. Hand me your iPhone or a Vita. We can put a Vita. A Vita is a better idea. Go get your Vita. There's going to be a lot of movies. 
get a quarter and put it next to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do in a lot of pictures. Yeah, that's true. That's how you that's pictures how you, of maybe uh, I should space put, rocks. Put Portillo up there. Why did my screen just go dark? Oh, I'm using your Vita. Are we using Collins okay. Vita? All right. There's a special game in that Vita. Yeah, you want to talk about? It? Can we? I don't know. Probably uh, maybe. Shouldn't. I think we were the first people to get it. So <laughs> I I have the special PS3 version <laughs> in, my, in my bedroom that I haven't started yet. Man, I can't believe you guys got Nino Cooney for the Vita. God, Nino Cooney, man. Yeah, can you talk anything about? You can yeah, talk about the first few hours. That was a joke. First twelve. I can talk about the first twelve hours wantonly. Okay. Yeah, let's hear about it. This I is played, just a, this is a conversational show here. I played um what it was the twenty minute E3 demo is all I played of it and it was fantastic. It's an uh, excellent game so far. Um, Have you played any Persona? Can you compare it at all? Or? No, no. Um, I'm saving Persona for next year because there's not going to be any Vita games to play. Yep. Uh, but uh, man, the only oh yeah, Tearaway, 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 and uh, Soul Sacrifice, Soul, Soul Sacrifice, Sacrifice. Actually, yeah, name another Vita exclusive that's coming out next year. Sly Cooper, a Vita exclusive. Oh, Vita exclusive. Um, uh, na- other than Tearaway, Soul Sacrifice, and Killzone Mercenary, name another Vita game that's coming out next year. Guacamelee. It's on PS3 as well. You, well, you changed the question though. Eh? You just said okay. another, another Vita game. Okay, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> and Sly Cooper and Guacamelee. Yeah. Cinemora, is that out yet? That's already out. Is that Thanks for out? playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll totally. I played that in three. This is. I like playing this game because no yeah. one can name anything. Um, <laughs> Halo Four. No. Let's fish hook on. Would yeah, that's been a good answer. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon Book Two would have been a proper answer. Mm. Uh, What's that one? Where uh, the one? Uh, oh, you want to talk about Warriors Lair? Warriors Lair. A lot of you, we love you. Obviously, we're on break here trying not to work all the time as we record a podcast in our house. <laughs> but it's a lot of people tweeted a video at me. Did you see this video? A lot of people oh, tweeted of this Warriors video. Lair. Warriors yeah, Lair. Lair and say, it's not dead. And it starts with the Idle Minds thing, and then it's just gameplay of Warriors Lair. Yeah, I mean, I, I that don't... That wasn't enough for me to news, hey, there's no, a new YouTube no, video. No, no, no. And, and I, I mean, from just looking at it, that looks exactly like the game I played two years ago. So yeah. there's, there's no evidence that that's new footage. Plus, Idle Minds doesn't exist anymore, so I don't see if that would be new footage. Idle Minds ha- doesn't only not exist anymore. They haven't existed in months, probably like six plus months. So yeah. if this was new footage and it was rebranded, presumably Sony San Diego is finishing it internally, then it would actually be rebranded. So that seems like old footage to me. That game looks exactly the way it looked when I saw it. There's nothing there to indicate that when Clements and I played it in like twenty, early 2011 or whatever the hell it was. Like a long time that ago. ago. That's crazy. I still hope that comes out because I like that. I like yeah. that idea of a game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's cool. It's funny though, of those three, four games you mentioned of Sly Cooper, of uh, Tearaway, of Killzone, um, what was the fourth one? Soul Sacrifice. Soul Sacrifice. Those Soul are, Sacrifice looks great. Yeah, all four of those games I think could be really interesting. I mean, yeah, uh, I think uh, we don't know a lot about Tearaway, but like what we've seen of it, I mean, I trust me, Molecule will do something cool. Yeah. Do you Guac- trust them implicitly, like M Dog? Mm, I don't know if I go that far. Guacamelee is really cool. That game's yeah. really, really cool. Um, I really hope it's. Uh, more open than it seems like because we, we make a lot of metroidvania kind of comparisons with that game but it doesn't seem quite as hardcore not even remotely as a castlevania game so at spiffy iffy on twitter says that is an enormous pecan pie it's not it's not enormous <laughs> it's not an enormous pecan pie there's nothing it's, enormous about the oh, pecan all right pie. now now here we go see bizzle 93 it's a normal size that's a, i want though nom 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 that's a standard size pie right there. i'm telling you it's mm. not i'm not saying it's uh, i i did already say it's enormous but I'm for sure telling you that is bigger than the pecan pies you would buy at your Trader Joe's. Yes. That you would walk yeah. into if we walked into Andronico's right now and bought a pie. That is a much no, bigger. No. Look that's at, a standard. That's here's a standard here's what's going to happen, and then you, it's going to change your mind, guaranteed. Is that eventually we're going to eat some of this pie, and you're going to see how big the pie plate is, mm-hmm. yeah. and then compare it to a Baker Square pie plate, maybe something like. Do you have a Baker, Baker Square? Square? Remember Baker Square that's on the East Coast? I used to go there with Clements back way back in the day. I was like his favorite really? restaurant. Yeah. Did we have a Baker Square out here? Yeah, it's um, it's in like San Mateo. No it's like right by that. where he used to live, like way back in the day. Remember when he yeah, lived in yeah, that yeah. apartment? That's a that's a big East Coast place. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in the Midwest too. Yeah. I also, like big, new, big news: there's Buffalo Wild Wings out here now for the first time. Yeah, ever. no way. Really? Greg and I were driving to the airport to pick up my girlfriend. I almost and, crashed the and car. He almost like literally took the car off the 280 <laughs> because he saw <laughs> the he logo. I was like, like, "Is that Buffalo Wild Wings?" <laughs> Can we make a uh, like an Outlook calendar invite and go there one day? Yeah, sure. There's a few the, places we need. to I know there's a bigger, there's a bigger, there's a big, the big news, the big road trip is that in northern San Jose. There is now a Chick Fil A. Woo! (laughs) Chloe, Chloe the cat, now reacting to Colin's woo behind him. She's she's, uh, not liking what she's seeing and leaving the kitchen. We could do uh, like every other week, alternating food road trip on Wednesdays or something. No, I don't want to. It's got to be like a weekend. Those are so. Well, I guess like Wild Wings. When we go to Chick Fil A, I'm buying like ten sandwiches. We should. Uh, Okay, Colin's getting serious. Okay, Okay. the idea light bulb just came up in front of us. Week seventeen. 
footballs this weekend. Uh-huh. Meaningless for me. Sure. A lot of meaning for you, a lot of meaning for, yeah. for Mike. The weekend after is well, wild nothing. card weekend. Mm-hmm. No, there's wild card weekend the yeah, weekend yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we're on to something here because if we go maybe the, – the Saturday games are always at like 12 or 1 Pacific. Yeah. We can go early, leave the house at like 11, get to San Jose around 12, pick up the cash, C-A-C-H-E, and okay. then get back come here. back here in time for what I presume will be the shittiest game on the schedule, something like – I'm on the board. Patriots and the Bengals. Okay. 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 You know yeah. my number. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 Four one five. Let me see. I'll read it on. I'll read it on the air right now. On my telephone. We're looking through. I'm looking through the tweets here to see if there's anything else going on as far as that rankings. Um. Shuhei Yoshida said Merry Christmas. He did. Merry Christmas back to him. Merry Christmas indeed. Thank you so much for your support. Mm. If nobody's yeah, seen it, USP. or I mean, not nobody, but if, if anyone hasn't seen it, I should say. Um, Watch up at noon from mm, this mm. most recent Monday. Uh, you can see... Uh, YouTube.com slash start. Mm-hmm. You can see a very special Shuhei Yoshida. Yeah, we here. did another anime. Well, first off, the beginning is The Walking Dead Survival Instinct's first uh, ever... For instinct. First ever footage. Interview with the developer who worked on Ghostbusters. So, big news yeah. there. <laughs> you <laughs> have then, some hard-hitting questions about <laughs> the future of that franchise. And then the, and then the second half of the show is, uh, yeah, me, Drucker, and Altano Animated doing another animated holiday special. My story is all about Santa Claus, Shuhei Yoshida. What episode oh. is this? This is of this show? Yeah. 272. Okay. I thought um, you meant of Beyond. I was like, how Speaking of Pandemus, he tweets, mm. just want to wish the Beyond community a hearty Merry Christmas and much heart symbol. Thank you all for making such a great year, Beyond. Thank you, Panda. That's what I was about to say. How good is Panda Musk? Like, how amazing is that guy? He's an amazing man. He is an amazing panda. <laughs> an amazing panda. Whatever else, whatever the hell else he does. <laughs> <sighs> I tell you what. Go for it. We saw Django Unchained today. It was fantastic. That, was, that movie is the bomb. We had, had some time. fun. We were telling Colin about our fun we had a lot of experiences. We had a lot of fun theater experiences. We had, we had a couple. So first, uh, we got there. Uh, I was playing some Wordament on my iPhone. Wordament, yeah. Getting some achievements. Some mm-hmm. Chivos, as the kids call them. Then uh, went up and got some drinks. I, I ordered a Diet Coke. She gave me a Coke. Oh, a, a Adorable. Whole, a huge argument we yeah. got over that. Uh, and, I, and I was like, I'd go back. And you're like, oh, I will too. And you just went back and got all mad. Yeah. I was really that mad. Um, you furious. Then we sat down, and you sat next to a smelly lady who was God. talking the whole movie. I can't deal with <laughs> like I'll tell you. One, I went and saw a movie called Beyond the Mat back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was a docu- documentary about wrestling. Yes, it was Beyond. a documentary about this podcast. I yeah, exactly, exactly. It was the one you know, The Rock and Mankind and mm-hmm. Jake the Snake. Wait, and, wait, is that the one where the guy cried in the stands? About, no, like, that's a YouTube video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's real to me, damn it! <laughs> uh, no, in this one, yeah, there was a whole bunch of things, but I sat. It was a packed house packed full of wrestling fans and i sat next to a guy who i kid you not smelled like rotten popcorn and ever since then i've never been able to eat, I, I don't get excited to eat popcorn wow like once in a while when i when somebody like buys it and then i'm like oh and i eat some like oh yeah popcorn's good i forget that but like in my head i still go back and so this woman sat next to me today and she was like borderline homelessy like yeah. you know, she wasn't well kept no and she smelled bad and then At she was fanning was like, herself with this little mexican flag it was weird until you leaned over and said something it took me so long to figure out where the smell was coming yeah because she like, was just blowing it right at us yeah. like ketchup like, i was like <laughs> what's that smell yeah and then there was a crying baby in a in a violent r-rated movie that was funny. oh yeah and then somebody in the back yelled at him they, yeah was, take your baby outside baby. yeah that was amazing was great good fun but but anyway aside from all that the movie was fantastic the movie's great yeah, it was, yeah. it's my movie of the year yeah, I, I mean, so far it probably is for me too. I haven't seen Silver so Linings Playbook yet. <laughs> so far for twenty. Well, I'm just, I haven't seen all like the Oscar season movies. I haven't seen Lincoln. I haven't seen Silver oh, Linings. Lincoln's Playbook. great too. I, forgot, I did yeah, forget about Lincoln, yeah. but I, I still I like I, I like Jane Gilmore. Yeah, I just want. I was just figuring out in my own on my calendar here, sure. my Microsoft Windows calendar. Of course, uh, plug. I think that podcast beyond three hundred. Don't hold me to this. Oh, yeah. A kid tweeted about this already. He yeah, was he like, always, I'm booking he, my ticket. Yeah, when I was like, it? don't, don't do that. Don't, because I'm going to feel yeah. terrible if we have I to do something happens. I'm just saying. It's I know. Your, your, right it's now. problem if, you know, we're wrong. I mean, we're just, yeah. we're wrong. Don't a book lot of anything. Things. July 9. Ooh. <sighs> so right after, a little after E3. Yeah. I, I have to. I think that's right. So summer. So I have to start. Summer in that vicinity. I was saying this to Greg in the car today. I have to start leveling up fast, because the goal is for me to be at level 15 by then, right? That was sure. the deal. So. I'm going to have to get Hannah Montana. I have to get some easy platinums to get you 12 can do to 15. It. I know I'm, you I'm uh, like 40% through 12 right now. Okay. You're, you're, it's respectable. Yeah. It's been it. a good show. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's really, it, this, the way we're doing the show reminds me of the uh, Saturday Night Live bit with those two, yeah, uh, Anna yeah, Gasteyer um, and the other girl and Sweaty Balls, sure. Sweaty that? Balls. Yeah, what is that called? I don't know, some dumb thing. Yeah. Uh, Ashes of Gravity tweets at us, uh, hey guys, 
what was your favorite podcasting moment this year? I think mine was Cypher Filton. Yeah, Cypher Filton was great. Also, Sean, the uh, the channeling the kids. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. That, that that's the one that I think of too. Was it Sean? I thought it was someone else. Jacob, 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 uh, Jacob, 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 Jacob. When I br- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the one. Was I, the one. I think one of my favorites also is, uh, and, and this is on Mitchell Morgan's podcast Beyond App, is uh, the alternate history where you're talking about people coming in the bubble over the water. And uh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> really good. I was asking him a bunch of questions yeah, to qualify yeah, yeah. his. Uh, yeah, it, it's you talking about the alternate history of the U.S. or something. It's really funny. Really? Yeah. Oh, there, oh yeah, you're right. Hold on. Andrew? He's from Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. That's that's a good Waterloo. I like I like how that rolls off the tongue. Is that where Napoleon lost? I think so. Mm. It's where he was fighting the French. Oh, he's fighting the French. Yeah. Oh. And In they, Canada. They, they, see, they need the problem was they, they needed the Native Americans <laughs> to help out, so they they, they did one of the <laughs> like you the know. Rain dance. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. So they did one of these dances? I <laughs> no, no. They built a ball. Uh, they got in. <laughs> and they rolled here. They rolled over the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Well, the waves were going their way. It was like a big so it's like ball. So the jet stream reversed itself. <laughs> yeah. They were able to come over from Europe to North America. No problem. Yeah. But they, they were still fighting in the ball. They were fighting in the ball? On <laughs> the way over here? Yeah. And how long did it take him to get here? Uh, you know, a couple hours. <laughs> so the ball was traveling about fa- as fast as the Concorde. <laughs> oh, my God. Mitchell Morgan, thank you so much for having this app so I can remember the stupid things we say. Sean's got to be on here, right? Or, whichever, or Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. One of the two. Jacob, 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 Jacob. That was, those were good moments this year. I can't even get it to work fucking app doesn't even <laughs> work <laughs> maybe the, well they get to hear chloe using the to- the uh if, be quiet yeah that scratching right there is chloe being disgusting in her litter box as usual <laughs> chloe just there's sh- a lot of poop in that litter box chloe just, yeah, sh- nobody chloe just shits and then just leaves it or shits and then bounces as i said in yeah conversation. Oh, she doesn't cover it no her, she scratches the side of the box when she's done <laughs> to tell everybody to let them know like mike and i think that it's her like thinking she's covering it <laughs> it's not super uncommon for cats not to cover their shit um, sure I've never owned a cat, but like the friends I like, um, people I knew in college were cats. The cat like covered it and made it sanitary. Yeah, not mm. this one. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't give a fuck. Nope. Hey, Sean Callaghan. That doesn't sound like a real name. Sean Callaghan tweets on Twitter. Uh, Beyond, what is the most immersive game you've played this gen? What immersive qualities would you like put in future games? The most immersive game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one you got lost in. Bioshock. I would say Fallout Three. That I was going to say. Yeah, that's yeah. Fallout, Fallout 3, Three was one for sure that I great answer. I mean, it's like there are a lot of different ways to answer that because for me, like yeah, like an open world game, you do that because you're just exploring and you get lost in it. Or or, or games with like really good world building. Like I think that's something Dishonored was really good at and Bioshock and anything where like they're building mythology around you as you go. Actually, Persona Four is another one that like right now I'm I'm immediately so invested in those characters and like I just want to know like if they're going to be okay and we're sure. like I said to Mitch like. This is the kind of game where if it never ended, if, if this game was like for the rest of my life, I could check in and, you know, check out my friendship with, you know, Chie and, you know, you want a little more, together, you want a little yeah. more than friendship with Chie, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What we should have done, by the way, before we even started this podcast was uh, cut into the pot. wasted? No, we, we can do any of those things. Um, <laughs> those are all gone. Uh, but uh Talk about like our favorite games of the year. We should have organized like our top five, our own personal oh, top five games. I, I can. We can, can just do that next. I time. can do that. Oh yeah, I mean that would work early January too. Yeah, yeah. I mean I I could do that off the, that would, that on would the be fly. Fun. I can't do that on the fly. I need to go back and I need to think, ponder, go through the trophies, see what I played. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think I don't think so many, I mean I I can tell you like you know Journey. I voted for yeah. Journey for yeah. game of the year. Yeah, you did too. Too. I think you did as well. No, you didn't. Uh, no, it was my. It was either my second or my third. I I was. So that Dishonored and Borderlands, I was wrestling with so much about what I was going to Dishonored shit out of here. Yeah, I don't really... I mean, I played oh the game for an hour. I was just like, oh, I was bored. You, you have word, to... You have word to, is Bond, Colin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Get a, get a little further. <laughs> nah. No, I'll sorry, play, I got I'll play, <laughs> I'll play Resistance 3 if you'll play Dishonored. Ooh. All right, that's fine. You should play... Res- Res- I, Resistance 3 is a much better game than Dishonored, I bet. Well. But, uh, yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, internet, I said it. I said it. I don't feel like on the PlayStation podcast that many people are going to no, no, no. They're like, yeah, I'm okay. sure somebody is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Somebody's furious. And 4G's working on a headline right now. <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, the funny thing is that I guess, I guess we can talk a little more openly about it now that we're not, like, just voting and trying to figure everything out is when I played The Unfinished Swan, which was, I guess, the weekend before Thanksgiving. I played it the Friday before Thanksgiving. I played it just that night, beat it, got all the balloons. I really had a great time with it. I was like, this is the game of the year. 
And then the next day is when I played Journey. And I'm like, well, that lasted about a day. <laughs> yeah. And then Journey was game of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's only, that's not a slight against the Unfinished no. Salon. It's just like that game company has had that many more games to refine that craft, you yeah. know? Yeah. And you said it, I mean, we saw the Unfinished Swan unveiled in, what was that, April? And the very first thing you said to me is like, if this is their flow, imagine their right. journey, you know? Like, imagine what, like, what, uh, what is it, Giant Sparrow, what they're going to be doing when, uh, when they're on their second, their third, third game. game. Yeah. 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 Well, you wonder if they, maybe they, they maybe they are one hit wonder though. What if maybe that'd be that'd be terrible. Their second game is just a first person driving. No, game. now we're now you're hurling cars. I don't know. <laughs> oh, right ideas. Um, I think number three and a strong number three uh, is uh, the Walking Dead for me. Yeah, personally. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I love the Walking Dead, and that's easily in my top five. Uh, again, like this was a year where. There was no very clear front runner for me because I liked a lot of games sure. so much, and so like, I mean, The Walking Dead. Party! Uh, oh, I'm making his appearance. He's just saying hi. Ah, oh, Party making his. Appearance. He has a lot to say about The Walking Dead. Portilla, I, um, shut up. I mean, I, I almost, I almost <laughs> cheered up at the end of The Walking Dead. Like it was. Oh, I, I totally oh, yeah, did. Yeah, I yeah, cried. Yeah, yeah, I cried for sure. Yeah. It's uh, it's really effective for sure. But I mean, when weighed against games that I spent so much time with, or like you know, The Walking Dead, what I say all the time is like that that feeling of being so. I mean, I'm not talking about the ending at all, but just just being affected by it emotionally um, is something that I've also gotten out of books and TV shows yeah. and movies. And I don't feel like Portillo. I don't shut feel up. like that was unique to being a game. You know what I mean? I don't feel like that. Like I feel like that exact same story could have played out over the cor- the course of a TV show or movie, and sure. I would have been affected. Whereas Journey like stuck with me for so long and continues to. You know, Journey is something that like. I don't know. It just hit me deeper. I think. I think it's, it I was. Think. It was definitely an interesting year because everybody. I think voted in a lot. Not everybody, but most people voted in a very emotional way, right? Of what grabbed them and what stuck with them. Yes. And that was the thing for me. Like I voted for Journey. This is where me and Colin were talking about this, and other people too. You know, as far as having like caucuses and making sure I didn't want to waste a vote. I didn't want to Ron Paul something. You know right. what I mean? And like divide a base. For me, I wouldn't have voted if, if we were going into a ballot box blind and I didn't know what was the, what the tenor of the office was and where we were with other things. I wouldn't have voted for Journey just because because emotionally, I think I connected more with Walking Dead. But I wouldn't have voted for Walking Dead either. I would have voted for Borderlands if I didn't know who was going to win. It was just going to be a runoff and whatever. I would have voted for Borderlands because Borderlands is the most fun I think I had with a game this year. As far yeah. as like me and Mike out here playing and being a bunch of goons and being idiots and yada yada yada. That's why I had so much trouble. I mean, Borderlands. I spent I think I've spent almost more time than anyone in the office in Borderlands. Oh, like sure. I just, Jesus, I can't stop playing that game. And like on the fifteenth, when that new DLC comes out, I'm diving right back in. Like yeah. that game, I have gotten so much like fun out of and so much value out of. Um, but I think Dishonored for me, the reason I ultimately voted for Dishonored was because anytime I talked to John Ryan or Mitch or Destin or Caleb or anyone in the office who's really into that game, play or Campbell, like anyone who played a ton of it, like every time they tell me how they did something, I'm like, I didn't even know you could do that. That yeah. game has yeah, yeah, so yeah. many variations and like. The heart is just a brilliant storytelling device where, like, if, if you don't use it, you're missing out on so much story. And if you do use it, you're you're having this enriched experience. And I think gameplay-wise, it, it just – ultimately, that's why I picked it was because balanced. It has, for me, the the really fantastic story, really fantastic gameplay, really fantastic everything, you know, um, where other things I felt like were really, really good in one category but weren't sure. quite as balanced. Yeah, that was the thing for Walking Dead with me, right? Like, this is the conversation I kept having in the office with people about why I wouldn't vote for Walking Dead and why I didn't think Walking Dead was Game of the Year. I love Walking Dead. It's definitely one of my favorite experiences of the year. It's definitely a game we're going to talk about for years to come, I think. And obviously, like, you know, I reviewed them and I gave them all nines and nine fives except for one. So it's like, obviously, I thought, I think the game's amazing. But the problem for me is that saying, hanging the Game of the Year award on something means so much more to it. And I think people, it's, it's, it's very much in vain with, What's what happened with Uncharted 3 where I played Uncharted 3 in a vacuum not knowing what I was getting into I gave it to people in the office not telling them what I thought of it and when they came back and we talked about it it was like this is a 10 this game's a masterpiece and then once I said this game's a masterpiece people came in with this expectation that this was going to happen so jumping to this year right you put game of the year on Walking Dead somebody's playing and for me it's always an, the, the most recent like fresh on my my brain you know experience with it where i'm like this thing can barely fucking run is in episode five when you're climbing up that ladder and it just goes and it, like the frame rate drops and the, there's a scream and you know what's happening and then this, the thing flies by you're like all right whatever like i see what you're going for but like 
somebody's going to play that in, in, in May and be like, this is IGN's game of the year. And put be like, oh my God, like this thing barely runs. Yeah, that's the problem. The, there's a lot of little things like that. Like, first of all, on PC, like you couldn't restore your <laughs> yeah, saves. Yeah, right, your like, saves are... And that was happening yeah. everywhere. That happened yeah. for PS3 too, that if you had a save in... If you had a, th- a save slot in 3, that was all screwed up. And even on top of that, like even just actual gameplay moments, like in that, the whatever, I think it's episode 3, uh, the train thing, without saying anything more than that, that there's a, something with the train. Sure, sure, sure. Um, when you have to get the tool, and there's one of four tools right. that you can only carry one at a time. I went back and forth four times before I found the right tool, and it's like, I don't know, that's not like a fun gameplay experience, you know? Yeah. Um, again, not a slight in The Walking Dead, easily in my top five for the Obviously, year. Obviously, yeah, Incredible yeah. game. Well, but, I um, think once we get down to when you're nominated for Game of the Year, I think you're pretty much, you've made it, you know totally. what I mean? Because like, especially yeah. when it's one of those things where so many of so many sites and so many publications do Game of the Year that everybody's winning something, it seems like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's one of those things, like, I don't think Mass Effect got a lot of credit in our Game of the Year runoff because we we're all talking about other things, but it's won elsewhere, you know what I mean? Like, people sure. know that game's great. Yeah, I mean, I, all of our nominees, like, I, I loved Hotline Miami. Hotline mm-hmm. Miami is a game that, like, I wish I could have spent more time with, and then I would love to see ported elsewhere because uh, that game is really, really cool. Like, there was just, I was really proud of our nominees because I feel like we oh, covered sure. it really, really well. Yeah, I did and too. I, mean, I think we had, were, it was a real diverse selection this year. Yeah. There were a lot of great games this year. I mean, this was, um, I think it it snuck up on us a little more than, because last year we were like, oh my God, there's so many games. But then when it came down to voting, I think it was really just Portal 2 versus Skyrim. Whereas this year, it felt like there were like five distinct camps and like any one of those games really could have won mm-hmm. to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time when I, I just thought Borderlands was a lock. There was a time when I thought Walking Dead was a lock. And then, I mean, ultimately Journey, I think we all kind of sensed the temperature of that winning by the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Colin. Yes. JK3354. Tweets. Mm. Simple question. What was your favorite Christmas present you've ever gotten? Mega Man 3. Mm. for? Oh my god, that's hard. Um, there was one year where I got a bunch of N64 games. Like a bunch. Yeah. Like, a big, like I had like one or two games and then my parents finally went all out and bought me like six more. Yeah. Probably that that's year. That's always an amazing feeling. I freaked feeling. the hell out that year. Yeah. For me... I have a lot of great video game stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, getting cool video games. I liked the time I got, uh, this is back in the day, you know, because now, now it's like, I want this game, I go get it, you know what I mean? And even even when I was, uh, you know, into, I don't know, late, what do you call it, junior high, into going into high school, even if you didn't have money, I had games to trade or something. But uh, Pre-teen years. Yeah, WWF Royal Rumble on Sega Genesis. Mm. That was a great game, and I had to wait forever for that. That was one of those, like, it came out and, you know. That was the one with the clown in it. Right. No, Doink was in Raw. Well, he might have. He actually he might have been in that one too. He, he I was just playing this. Like, he was like, on the cover of Raw. WWF Raw. Doink was on the cover. When of. Ramon and I, when Ramon came here, my best yeah. friend from college came came to visit us. Whatever. And we went to our our buddy Kevin. So we went to Northeastern with. Uh, we played a Genesis wrestling game with the clown in it. Sure. Uh, I mean, the really big fun. thing with R- Royal Rumble, right, was that it had the finishing moves in it. It had the pacing. It wasn't like arcadey. It had the pacing of the matches. And I remember they had Crush. And Crush's finishing move, of course, was he came up behind you and squeezed the temples of your head until you submitted. And, like, they had that, that move. And I was like, this is... This, this is the jam right there. This is it. This is the wrestling games will never get better than this. I'll tell you, my uh, my dad my dad really outdid himself this year with the Christmas present he oh, got yeah? me. What did he um, do? The complete uh, family tree of the yes. Moriarty family, um, wow. which is awesome. And it's like bound in like a beautiful book. It costs like a hundred dollars per book to publish, and uh, it's like a complete written history of the Moriarty family since our family came here, like right before the Civil War, uh, all the way up to now. And I'm in it. I adorn it, of course. I have it's my, my favorite thing about it is just how ridiculous your family, your tree has gotten off with you. Because like he shows, I came home and he showed it to me, and he's like, "Here's you know the papers of my what great 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 grandfather coming to Ellis Island and all this stuff." And it's like all these like classy photos, and then you get to Collins Page, and it's him as Hulk Hogan on Up at Noon, and all this all this goonery. It's, it's like, like you yes. fought in the Civil War, so I could do this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I bummed my family out this year because this is the first year where I was just like, they were like, "What do you want?" And I was just like, "Just give me cash." Yep, like that's, I just I, want money. I'm so to that point too. It's it's like yeah. I like I'm lucky enough and blessed enough to have a job that gives me all the comforts I want, right? Like, oh, right. The complete Smallville series. Can I have that? <laughs> sure. Okay. Great. It's day. You know what I mean? Like I want to play video games. So it's, it's like if you can pay my bills, that's awesome. You know yeah, what I mean? I asked yeah. for nothing. Yeah. I wanted nothing. Yeah. I don't want anything for Christmas. Yeah, I, like, I, I tried that. My my parents like freaked out. Well, you don't need us anymore. I gave my nephews uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, and uh, I talked to him today on the phone, and uh, I was talking to my sister, and she's like, "Oh, Declan wants to talk to you." I'm like, "Okay," and I talk to him. He's like seven. And he's like, who's Sir Dan? And I'm like, Sir Dan is like obscure PlayStation character you'll never hear from again. Concentrate on Ratchet and uh, Sackboy. I think you'll yep. enjoy them. Don't play as Sir Dan. I'll play online later. Have a good day. Let me talk to your mom. Did he join the league? Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of you playing your nephews and being like, man, you got killed by Spike. You suck. Yeah. Screaming at you. Stop using that Ratchet level one bullshit. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, well, I actually, it's... God, I got the Platinum really early on the Vita version, and I'm lagging way behind on PS3. I yeah, me stopped. too. I only but, need uh, a few on a Vita now. Man, it's going to be way harder to exploit the online ones now because people are used to Ratchet. Like, day one, it was so easy just, like, getting a triple kill or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. now people are actually used to the game, so... I did, it, it wasn't that bad when I, I did mine a few weeks after launch and I did fine. So oh, I you did it with still. Ratchet also? No, I did it with somebody else. I Ratchet's just the easiest way to do it fast. Sure. Like, I mean, I love that game and I don't want to cheapen that game, but at the same time, like, those just, trophies I just are... I just want to knock these out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, they're, they're very hard to get organically. 40. What's he even doing? He's sniffing the oven. He does that sometimes. He knows there's food in there. Mm-hmm. Or was food in there. <laughs> there are just piles of food in there. <laughs> <laughs> he opens it up and just dog food <laughs> comes <laughs> falling out of it. Uh, hey, so you watched up at noon. Yeah. Did you watch all of Survival Instinct? The Walking Dead Survival yeah. Instinct? All right, good. Emmett Heaney has a tweet for us. After seeing Survival Instinct, do you think they are playing it safe, doing the telltale graphics and not ultra-realistic? Here's the thing, Emmett Heaney. <laughs> I don't think they're doing the telltale graphics. Like, they're trying yeah. to be realistic. If you haven't followed this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, over on Up at Noon, yeah, we had the reveal of The Walking Dead Survival Instinct, which is the first-person shooter from Activision. Slash, it's being made by Terminal Reality, the people who did Ghostbusters, published by Activision. <laughs> Famous for Ghostbusters. You, what do you want me to say? I'm trying to give you a, little, a foot to stand on, all right? Just to tell you what it's all about. Uh, and But then, of course, obviously, Telltale had done the adventure game. So this is like, you know, apples and oranges kind of thing. I have to give the guy credit. That was masterful dodging when you were like, is there a lot of pressure from the Telltale game? And he's like, well, there's always a lot of pressure because of this. And immediately avoided the subject. That was, yeah. That was well, I mean, good. yeah. It's, I mean, he's talking about the, the franchise in general, Of right? course, of course. It's no, but that was just, that was, that was good. That was like being interviewed one-on-one of like avoiding. I, I thought that was very smart. Okay, good. I'm glad you glad you like that. Um, well, it's funny. It's uh, I'm sidetracking immediately, but I, sure. I, it, it occurred to me when, I, when we were doing all the Telltale stuff for Game of the Year and when Dave Fenoy was on Up at Noon and I was talking to him about it, it was weird to be talking to him and realizing that we were ver- at the very much ground level of like a Star Wars kind of thing. Of like, this is this huge fucking franchise that's going in a million different directions and is going to be around a long time, whether it be video games, TV, movies, whatever. Like, so Walking Dead is like this huge thing now. It's like, wow. I remember when, I'll never forget when I got the first trade. Like, my friend walked in and he's like, oh, hey, you should read this. It's, and they, you know, number two just came out. But you should. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got into it. I was pretty late on it. I, w- I got into it, whatever, like, issue. They were already in the 50s, but it was when the, or maybe even 60s, but it was when the compendium, like, first came out. Sure. I bought the compendium day one because everyone was talking about it, and yeah. I started reading through it. And I, like, I flew through the first 48 and then caught up in, like, 50s, 60s, and then read it, you know, as it came out up through the 90s mm. or, or late 80s, whatever, uh, No Way Out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I stopped right at the end of that, and now oh, I'm, yeah. like, 10 behind or whatever. Oh, you got to catch so up. 100's clutch. Yeah, no, I want to. Mitch Do you know what happens in 100? No. Okay. No, you I mean, read yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm close. I, I'm, like, probably in the early 90s or something, okay. late 80s. So. Anyways, jumping back to Emmett, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Survival Instinct, I mean, do you think... Question, they're, not, they're not going for Telltale Graphics. I think it's just early, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't look quite, like, photorealistic yet. That was, it, the, um, if, that was the huge knock against it, is when people were flipping their shit in, in the comments below, just that, yeah, the game didn't look that good. And in my preview, that's what I say, too. I'm like, you know, like, the one... Like, because what they're doing sounds cool, right? Is that it's a first-person shooter, but it's not, like... It's, everybody was, like, thinking it's Activision, it's first-person shooter, it's going to be, like, Call of Duty and it's totally these guys you know terminal reality has a good head on their shoulders from ghostbusters as far as like sticking to canon right and like trying to make something that's realistic to the property and so they were talking about how you know you don't want to run through shooting if you like he talked about how what they they do right now is that you know they want to live by the rules of the show so they want three walkers to be scary and right now what the office record is is that they walk out and they shoot a gun in the air and one guy's been able to take out seven walkers like with a hand to hand like with with his knife or whatever before being killed And that's one of the programmers you know what i mean like that's cool I get that. I like that idea. I mean, for me, I think it's really, really cool. I mean, it's a little sidetrack, but I think it's really interesting how um, all these zombie games now, and because of the TV show, because of the comics, because of all these zombie games, we get it now. So people know that if you shoot a gun, it's going to attract zombies. Yeah. And they don't have to say it anymore, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting that, like, we're we're used to the idea of those senses. You know, we know at this point, like, okay, like, and that's why I think what Survival Instinct is doing, I, I missed the actual demo demo, but yeah. I, I saw the up at noon. Um, but I think it's really interesting, at least in what they've described previously, as far as, like, you know, they smell you, they hear you, they see you. And it's like, you have to be aware of that. Daisy is really cool about that, too. Like, you have to think about how you're affecting them. They're, they're not just totally brainless, you know? I yeah. think that's, that's awesome. And I, I, you know, there's so many zombie games, I think people are getting a little, maybe not quite burnt out in them. They obviously sure. still do really well, but I think... Uh, you have to do something different, that, right? Exactly. And, that, and that's, what I, that's what, you know, I talk about how 
Telltale, what worked out really well, right, is the choice and the consequence, and this is my group and this isn't my group. And that's what they're bringing here, is that there's these different events of, all right, now we're going on a waypoint mission, which they don't say, obviously, but we're going on this mission, we can either go to the sheriff's office or we can go to the camp. And you can't do both. So you make this choice, and then your story starts branching off, and then you're driving and picking up vehicles that only have, like, three available seats. And they said... That was that great quote he said, yeah, like, we have more characters than we do seats in cars. Exactly. Which is a really cool way to put it. Yeah. Because, like, somebody is going to get left behind, and, and it's on you. Exactly. And you're trying to pick out who to work with because it's kind of it sounded like he didn't say this This is what i was inferring it sounds a bit like peace walker right where you're recruiting in these people they're in your camp and then i'm gonna go out on this waypoint mission hey character z here is uh you know rations and here is an axe go over there and get me supplies and you know maybe you come back alive maybe you come back with more supplies maybe you die and that's cool i like that idea so you're in a car and me colin clements are on the side of the road sure you have two seats oh come on now I don't need a hist- I don't need the complete history of K-pop in the back seat <laughs> during a zombie apocalypse. All right, Colin knows. Yeah. Up high, bro. Yeah. yeah. What are you working on over here? Just we got the internet in front of us. Yeah. What, do, what do you want to talk about? You want a, want a question? You, huh? want, you, you want me to find a question for you in here? Sure. Colin, Matt Hadow tweets. Mm. He's Green L Bolt, by the way, on Twitter. What downloadable game are you looking forward to most in 2013? <laughs> um. I don't know, Guacamelee is, I guess, the obvious answer. But yeah. <laughs> Is it the obvious answer? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think that, that that game's... I think the game looks great, too, don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, well, just because we don't really, you know, we don't learn a lot about downloadable games. Uh, sure, until PlayStation Network very tight. Pretty left. imminent, uh, until they're imminently going to be released, unless they're from a big studio. Um, so, yeah, I mean, right now, Guacamelee, but I mean, who knows uh, what else is going to... Yeah, right. Yeah. Bring me my pad upon. I can't wait till the day they announce that and you freak the hell out. I, I've already, I've already, I, I'm publicly stating right now, that when Patapon Vita slash PS4, whatever it is, Orbis Patapon, it might be, I might have to review it and then retire. Because video wow. games will never get better. <laughs> <laughs> did, um, did you do, when did you guys do 2012 predictions? I don't know. Is, is there, when did 2013 predictions happen? Is what I, I don't know. That's a Mitchell Morgan question. He's okay, in charge okay. of that. He'll know. Fair enough. He'll figure it all out for us, as um, he always does. Yeah, that, I look forward to that day. E3 is going to be very interesting. When Sony doesn't talk about the PS4, but they announce Patapon, Patapon. And our review of the press conference is like, oh man, Sony won 100%. <laughs> I, will, I will lose my mind, probably. Yeah. Hey, uh, while we're at it, Laser Death Cannon tweets, oh Hey, I just got Borderlands 2 from my girlfriend. Can I be hit of the week? Of course you can. It's Laser Death Cannon is his uh, PSN name as well. He spells death D-E-T-H, though. C-A-N-N-O-N. Laser like Mega Death. Death Cannon. Yeah. yeah. Mega Death Cannon. Yeah, laser death cannon. If you want me to jump into your game and ruin it for you, by killing everything, super, yeah. yeah, super. Let me know. I gotta get back to all that. I mean, like it's one of those things. I we talking about join this. our guild. Do a raid boss with us. You have a guild? Yeah, we're really nerdy. We is like it you and Ryan Hess? Who is it? What? It's me, Ryan Hess, and Mike Mitchell. Yeah, we do all the raid bosses. I did not together. know that. I did not and know. We've that got the, uh, we've got a few beyond listeners. Uh, Nano Moss jumps in sometimes. I did not know this was happening. I'm uh, upset. Oh, we've I done every talking. we've done every raid boss. I've done. Time. I did the worm with you that one time to well, get my character yeah, grinded. Well, so Terramorphous, there's Terramorphous and Vermivorius are in the game itself, but then uh-huh. um, each DLC has added uh, one since then. Okay. Um, so has Mike two, Mitchell done two. all the? Has he done all the DLC? Yeah. Too? Oh, okay. oh, well, I don't think he's done. I don't know if he's done the story content. He's yeah, done yeah. The, I think what we've been doing so far is I play through the story content, and then when I get to the raid boss, I invite both of them. Okay. In. Well, yeah, I want to do so that for far. sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're gonna do. Um, are you fifty though? No. We're gonna need you at fifty. All right. If you can level up to fifty, come come do a raid with us. Okay. Um, the new one when Anthony played it, they told him this is like by far the hardest one, and it's it's like the cool thing about the recent raid boss is that it's all about strategy so it has nothing to do with how strong you are how high level whatever like you have to be 50 to do it just because they are strong but mm-hmm. uh it, it comes down to figuring out how to kill them and doing it in a very specific way gotcha interesting interesting colin mm. colin you look great your hair has grown into the perfect amount thank you yeah you do have a good you're, you're like you you've got that soft lighting behind you right now because it's real dim so you look like like a like a hitchcock movie when they do like that soft lighting from oh, below thank, thank you appreciate that very nice uh, Jamie writes in. He says, "What PS Plus deals would you like to see coming this year to promote future games like Borderlands did?" Um, I don't know, Sly Collection would be cool to give free. Mm, um, yes, yeah. I, uh, I still want to see a Sly Collection come to Vita. And I know whatever there's a million things to do, and we don't need all these ports and stuff. I want but I think all those HD collections to come to Vita. I mean, yeah. I think it would be awesome. Like Infamous One and Two on Vita would be mind blowing. Sure, with new trophies. Yeah, or just a separate list so I can play again. That's all I want. Sure, I don't care. <sighs> I don't know. Um, it would be cool to release the Uncharted games to tease The Last of Us, if anything, just to kind of raise the profile of the studio. I can see them doing that. I can see them doing, I mean, maybe not Uncharted 3, but Uncharted 2. Yeah, but there's not many, like, 
you know, see, it seems like a lot of the first, part, at least the first parties, are obviously working on PS4 games. Well, so. but I mean, like, like the the easy answer is for me would be Bioshock, but they're doing that. If you get Bioshock Infinite on PS3, you're already getting the first game for yeah, free. Yeah, which is um, very cool. Very yeah, cool. yeah, that's a really cool exclusive. Uh, someone was telling me, someone tweeted me that's apparently only in North America. I don't know if that's true, but uh, it's a bummer. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, a lot of um, there are a lot of sequels coming out. Like, I mean, there's uh, God of War uh, Ascensions coming out. Yeah. They could do God of War, you know, do like one of those HD collections, or at least do God of War three. Sure, it's sure. been a while since God of War three at this point. Yeah, it's been um, a long while actually. There's there's a lot coming. Why am I why am I blanking? There there's so many sequels coming. Um, Metal Gear's coming. Dead Space two would be a good freebie. Yeah, DMC, Heavy Rain, Crisis. Yeah, Heavy Rain. Yeah, Heavy Rain would be good. Yeah, yeah. Heavy, heavy Rain would be really smart. Crisis was free, I think, wasn't it? Or was it just this kind? I think Crisis One, but not Crisis Two. Crisis One is a great game. Yeah. Very much enjoyed getting the platinum in that game. It was hard. I tried to play it and it crashed once. And you're like, "Fuck this! Yeah, never again." Threw my computer. What out is the this window, PC game? Three people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, they're they're so like March is crazy right now. I think also you know inevitably um, GTA Four would be a really smart one, or or episodes in Liberty City right before GTA Five comes out. Yeah, I don't think they need to promote that game. Well, of course, well, of course not. But I mean, I don't think they necessarily needed to promote Borderlands Two either. But I thought it was a cool thing. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. and plus, like again, like 360 had that time exclusive for GTA, you know, for DLC by like almost a year. I think they had the the DLC way ahead of PS3, and so it's about hooking the Sony audience onto that franchise. You know, like I think um, people playing so much Borderlands on their PS3 and getting used to it made sure. them more inclined to buy Borderlands. Found too. friends that you knew, they were like, oh, I'm going to buy this too. Let's exactly, play together. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Dave from Philly tweets: Do you know of, or do you think there will be an Infamous Three? Colin, we go back and forth in this lot. Yeah, I think there will be. Um, I don't know if um, I'm becoming less and less convinced that Sucker Punch is working on Infamous Three. Um, mm. I don't know why. That's just like a feeling. We don't know anything. about I still it. like the idea of it being a Vita game, and then I would see, I could see somebody else working on it. Yeah, they're definitely not working on a Vita game. At this that, point. Well, no, yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, someone else. I mean, you know, they can give it to Ben or someone else to do, but. Um, Ben's working on a next uncharted. I don't know. I don't. I mean, there's. The I'm, of, I'm of two minds just because <laughs> you know they seem to be making Cole a character. They want to make Cole a character. So, like a, like a Drake or a Sackboy, a Kratos. Like he's a, becoming a pretty prominent Sony character, and that's all relative, of course. But um, <laughs> you know, evil Cole. Yeah, but it is pretty crazy that they put two of him in All Stars. He's in Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Like, I mean, they're they're definitely doing a push. Yeah, there, there's something about him, but I just. I don't know that Sucker Punch would make a third one right now. I, I'm interested to see what else they can do. I mean, we'll see, we'll see exactly. what happens. I mean, that's, it's funny because Sony, the reason Sony Studios are so valuable is because they're so creative. And in the same way that like, I'm much more excited about The Last of Us than I would have been about Uncharted 4, that's true of all their studios. I would, I would so much rather see a lot of like, the big you know, exclusive PlayStation games. I would rather see those developers working on new IPs right now. Yeah. I, um, and I mean, we'll get more of that next gen, I assume. But uh, Yeah, I just can't wait to... I, I was telling Greg that... You know, I think about sometimes how exciting it's going to be, whether it's at E3 or before then, when we go to a conference or something to see like what everyone's working on. You see that Sucker Punch logo come up before a trailer, and you're like, "What is what is like? What is this? Like, what are they? Yeah. What is it going to be? You know?" And you'll know if it's if it's Infamous or not immediately because they'll probably do the electrified Sucker Punch logo that they yeah. did before Infamous God, games. That would be so cool. I mean, I I really like like those those reveal trailers of big games are sure. so amazing. Oh God. I love the Bioshock one where they made people think it was like underwater and rapture yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the handyman steps on the Big Daddy statue. I love shit like that. They know what they're doing. Bertolo likes that too. Bertolo likes that too. We're going to find out about, a lot, like, about... I was just thinking about it. Like, we don't know what Sucker Punch is working on. We don't know about Naughty Dog's second project. We don't know we about don't know Gorilla about, proper. Yeah, we don't know about what Gorilla is doing. We don't know about what Sony Bend is doing. We don't know uh, about what Evolution's doing. We don't know about what Polyphony's doing. We don't know about at least one of team or studio Japan's games. We don't know about what Cambridge is doing except for kill zone. And they're really big. We don't know what a lot of these, these sizable studios are doing. And it's just, uh, but we can, you know, you assume it's next gen. It's like, you Orbis launch yeah, once, as soon as they show the hardware, they can show the software. So it's like all day. They're all waiting on that Sony enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you can go through each one of those studios and I'd have a pretty good inkling of what they're working on. Like polyphony is clearly working on Gran Turismo six. I mean, not, they don't really yeah, hide it. Of course. Uh, evolutions. I'm sure working on a MotorStorm game. The, you know, you assume Gorilla's working on a Killzone game. Uh, you assume Naughty Dog's working on Uncharted 4. You assume Ben... I really think Ben's working on Siphon Filter. Um, Sucker Punch, maybe an infamous game, maybe something new. Media Molecule, um, someone's got to be working on a little big planet game. I, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if it's them and probably, you know, they're pretty clear that they don't want to do that. 
Um, and Tearaway's team is small, so they're working on something. I'd like but to I know mean, how Little Big Planet Vita sold. Yeah, no, exactly. if that and and I, and I know it didn't sell well, obviously Vita attached rate, blah, blah, blah. but I mean just in general, like I, I think that game's so good. It was interesting. I mean, we did the video about it. How many people were pissed that Persona Four didn't win our game of the year, and so we went with Little Big Planet for Vita. But it's like it seems so weird that that game's getting overlooked the way it was. In this, yeah, and it's so good. Yeah. Uh, just to go back to what Colin was just saying, even aside from all those studios, then you also obviously Sony Santa, Sony Santa Monica is working on something we don't know about. I would assume obviously San Diego is working on the show, but what else do they have cooking? You know, like I think. Man, once they finally announce the PS4, there could be like this ridiculous glut of crazy. I mean, that's games. that's what it's got to be, right? Yeah. I mean, you figure like we talk you about hope. all the time that it, for for Sony to win or have a chance at winning next year, they have to be out first, and they have to show why you need to buy the system at launch. And yeah. to do that, you come out and you're like, "Hey, everybody! Killzone Four, Gran Turismo Six, Uncharted Four, launch day." And it won't be yeah. launch day, but you know, launch window. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. why you buy it and why we're out first and why you get over here and get new friends. I mean. I, I worry about Sony though because it's like can that compete so let's say Sony does that let's say they're coming out in September and those are all launch day titles somehow can that compete with a next gen Microsoft system that has Modern Warfare 4 that has a new Gears game because yeah. we don't know what Epic's doing like Gears 4 not Gears Judgment or whatever but actual Gears 4 could be coming with the next gen Xbox probably is you know, like not for launch, you don't think? Not for launch day, but I mean, sure. again, launch window, like, and and with Modern Warfare Four that has some kind of bonus for, you know, obviously DLC for 360, and with all yeah. these things, like, that's hard to compete with. And so, I mean, like, I mean, the whole thing that's hard to compete with is your friends list. That's what right. it is now. People are entrenched in these systems and these online ecospaces, and that's the whole thing now. They're playing that wordament, getting those achievements, They're getting them wordament achievements. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm so interested in, i mean we were talking about this today next year is going to be fascinating because there are so many things that either company could do to to just get it right and get it wrong you know and it's yeah. like price obviously factors into that like how close together they launch like i mean it's going to be a game of chicken whoever launches whoever announces first it'll be very interesting seeing what the response is from the other company and even e3 you know microsoft is traditionally a day earlier so it's like what are they going to have and then how is Sony going to follow up the next day like yeah. man all of that's going to be fascinating i agree next year is gonna be a very good year yeah uh, as far as just having plenty to write about, plenty to talk about, plenty to do videos about. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have a almost certainly gonna have a console launch next year. Uh, yeah. We will have them in our hands by this time next year for probably a couple months at that point. So, also funny story. Remember when we had the Vita this time last year? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that the other day when the train yeah. home. And I remember, man, like this is like now it's all commonplace. Just you know, whatever. Vita. Yeah, my Vita's over yeah. a year old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And funny story, exactly a year to the day. I think I was here on Christmas morning when we woke up and had yeah, egg McMuffins. You were playing through Golden Abyss <laughs> yeah. and you found Sully. Yeah. And you wrote up a news story and then. And you know, like, and then, text, spoilery. and then I yeah. texted you and got mad at you. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the days. That was a year like you ago spoiled it for me. I'm like, ah, that's <laughs> spoiled nothing. You're fine. That was awesome. Also, the best part of that game is when you get Sully. Yeah, the first half of the that's game kind of is like, like, I don't know, what's happening? I mean, and then you get him. You're like, yeah. Chase is fine. She's good to be there and have someone for Drake to, you know, have Woody banter with or whatever. But once Sully's in it and you're running through, like, climbing shit, like, that feels yeah. like Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. And then there's still, like, 30 more chapters after that. It's <laughs> a long game. Yeah. It is a long game. Speaking of that PlayStation Vita, uh, Dean Kelly tweets at us, Andrew, is Persona 4 worth getting the Vita for? Are there any other JRPGs on the horizon? They would make the purchase easier to swallow. Uh, as Colin Moriarty knows, Rainbow Moon is on the horizon. Oh, Rainbow Moon. Um, but yes, Persona 4 is absolutely worth getting a Vita for, in my opinion. Um, it, that game is amazing. I'm still playing it. I, I passed, what, 33 hours today? You're saying, yeah. There um, are a few, like... Uh, I don't know. There are a lot, like a lot of JRPGs coming out in Japan. For Final Vita Fantasy next year. 10 HD is somewhere. Well, Ease <laughs> is coming out, which looks mm-hmm. awesome. And I don't, I don't know if that's. I, I assume that that will come out here. Yeah, the Ease um, games come out here. Um, and uh, I mean, they, they come out for PSP though, and those probably would sell better than they would on Vita. But we'll see. Plus, I think there's a Tales game, which is a port coming out in Japan next year uh, and i'm sure a bunch of obscure stuff that dragon book game looks is like an old school jrpg like a sprite based jrpg it actually looks really neat um that i think the first one's on ios um and i don't know if they'll both come out but it, you know there, there are games like i don't know i don't know I, I like i say over and over again i don't know if we know everything about the media yet so i hope we don't i don't think we do i think i, I think sony knows something i, I mean there's there's still no final fantasy game in the vita that's crazy to me too there okay. will be. I think Final Fantasy X will come out. I wonder. You, we talk about this. I wonder how much it plays into Orbis and PS4, and that's why maybe that no one's worried about it, but they can't talk about it. At the I same think time. that has to be. That has I mean, to be the answer. If that's not the answer, then the Vita really is dead. I really <laughs> hope that there's a bunch of cross buy things. Exactly. Like the reason they can't announce these Vita games because they haven't announced the PS3, PS4 counterpart yet, and yeah, you're yeah. going to suddenly get like a ton of cross buy games. Would be awesome. Yeah. I still. I mean, we have to. We have to look at it in the, in the lens that the, the Vita is no, not going to be anywhere near as powerful as PS4, so it can't. It's not going to be able to be have true cross buy cross play functionality. It won't. 
but like what it, but what Iron it possibly Iron... can do is run something like they do on the Wii U. Yes, exactly. Get remote play to work and not yeah. be laggy and not be shitty. And really work, yeah. yeah. And work with like every game supports it from day one. It is a standard, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like even if it's just like a map or something, there's something that it can interact with the Vita. Well, with I don't want that it. shit. I want to be able to play. Like I want the second of course, screen of thing course. that Wii U can do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, make the second screen like on the Wii U. There's, I mean. I, as far as I know, there's no Wii U game where there's zero second screen functionality. I'm saying make it so developers have to be thinking about the Vita from day one. Gotcha. I think uh, I think I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they came packaged together, or at least yeah. in some sort of bundle. Try to get them out there, sell units that way, and get Vitas out in the wild at a discount because you buy them for maybe a hundred dollars net when you buy the PS4, or whatever. But I mean, who knows? Who yeah. Knows? I think in general, like one of the things Microsoft is smart about that Sony can get better about is any with anything have a standard in place. You know, the same way that like every game has to have achievements, that every sure. game has to have like a set number of achievements and all that. Those w- that like, was definitely one of the missed opportunities of Sony this time around. It's, you look at voice chat and infrastructure yeah. and friends lists and everything that they were like, we'll leave it up to you know. Sony's good about being hands off with developers, letting them do th- cool things with the system, but that bit them in the ass big time this time around with for as sure. far as how all this is going to work and what a fucking mess it is to get an online game together and get a client or do any of that kind of crap yeah i really hope um you know we all said like oh well you know nintendo they'll definitely get online right next gen and nope they still haven't and like sony psn is great and there are a lot of fantastic things about psn but like they need to take that extra step you know and yeah. hopefully they are just putting that into ps4 development now mm-hmm. let's go back to the twitter questions here uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll continue with our, our vita roundup here uh jake tweets I got a Wi-Fi Vita for Eximus. What size memory card do you recommend I purchase? I am a Plus member, but don't travel much. I mean, my go-to answer is always 32, but now that there's automatic syncing and now that you can sync to the cloud and all that stuff, you don't really need it anymore. I mean, I guess get an 8 just so you can download a couple games. Sure. But, um, I love my yeah. 32. Like I like, put, I like set it and forget it. Romp will peel stuff. That's exactly. I wish I had a bigger one than 32. Like, yeah, I mean, me too. I would me, buy a bigger like, one. Yeah. I don't want to have to delete anything ever. Exactly. So. Yeah, it sucks when it gets to that point. I yeah. struggled along with a 4 that I imported from Japan that's for crazy, yeah. almost yeah. a year. And then I bought a 16 gig, and I think that's, that's plenty of space. Yeah. I, I, with, I with PlayStation Plus saving, it's like, whatever. I can just delete these and download them later. It doesn't <laughs> whatever. matter. Whatever. Well, it doesn't matter. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Amazon had 32. The cheapest I've seen it was like 79.99, I think, and that's still like a lot. For, oh sure, yeah, for yeah. a memory card. So it's only if you really like have the money, and if that's like for me personally, I hate swapping out cartridges. Like I, it, it's just not fun for me on a portable, and so that's why I, uh, you know, really wanted to make sure I had you know every game able to be downloaded. Yeah, what's going on? I'm just putting some of the dishes away. Why are they annoying you in the middle of the podcast <laughs> with your back to them? Oh, you're gonna cook oh. a sandwich? Why don't you just have You're some... You're going to cook a sandwich? Oh, yeah, you know, make a sandwich. Okay. We have the equivalent of three pies here. Why? Yeah, I don't know what pie I want. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, we do. I, I think you have equivalent Because of... they're so big. Yeah, I know. I know. What, yeah. what, are you, what are you going with? you going pecan or are you going pumpkin? Well, I'm going to have gonna, you know. <laughs> What the fuck, Portillo? It's pots and pans, dog. Oh, it might be... Is, isn't Mike Mitchell coming back? Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah, well... Um, I'll probably... I like pecan better, so maybe I'll start with pumpkin and okay. then work my way up. See, I like pumpkin better, but I don't. I, it's one of the things. So many people like pecan. I feel like I should like it more. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay. What, uh, what if we are crossed arms and we're just like, feeding each like other? Like the Blues Brothers? Yeah, that'd be hot. Uh, Michael Bergemeyer says, "Best Christmas movie." Die Hard. Yeah, that's good. It's uh, a pick. I still haven't seen Die Hard all the way through. We tried to watch it last year, but I passed out. We can do it again. We, we're going to try Kiss Kiss Bang Bang too. I mean, Apparently, even though you can't find it anywhere, you're, yeah, well, you're, you're no, waiting for this Christmas miracle. We have to check uh, Comcast On Demand. We have to check Voodoo. Jeez. I mean, my, my favorite Christmas movies tend to be movies that take place around Christmas rather than like Miracle on 34th Street or whatever. You know, like I'm, I'm more about the, the subtle Christmas movies. So like to me, Die Hard is just a perfect movie in general that takes place during Christmas. I understand. See, I, see my thing is I don't like... I don't, I don't, like, I don't, there's not a Christmas movie I really am drawn to, I don't think, yeah. but I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm that's not, great. Yeah, I mean, for me, Christmas is more about hanging out with people and stuff, like, sure. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not religious at all, so for me, it's, like, any of, like, the actual religious stuff. Oh, right, 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 I mean, obviously, like, It's a Wonderful Life and all those Ghostbusters are great. Too. Ghostbusters 2, yeah. yeah. That's the first thing people think of when they think of Christmas. <laughs> I'm looking through Twitter here, seeing what we got, random, random things over here. How careful Colin is with those dishes. dishes Don't worry. You're doing good work over there. Doing God's work. How much oil is up there? Wait, open that top right cabinet again. There's a lot. Oh, my God. Those are all... uh, Yeah, I got it. Why didn't you open... Why didn't you just use one at a time? What do you mean? You have three in there that are like a third left. No, they're all empty. 
Oh, yeah, you just the, kept the empty tanks. Exactly. Because okay, well, you can back. reuse oil. So now yeah, I take. Yeah, now yeah. once the oil cools down, I pour it back in. I get it. I, I get, get it. to make wings whenever I want. Mm. Or I'm going to make fried pickles, too. Tomorrow? No. Eventually. We're all going to sleep in your heart-shaped bed tonight. We're all going to sleep in my heart-shaped bed tonight, <laughs> Colin says, as he does dishes over there. It's like, this is just, now you're just live hanging out. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a podcast it's anymore. It's exactly what we said we wouldn't do this year. Yeah. I understand. I hate dishes. You know that. I'm down with you. You're going to have to do some pie-covered dishes. Yeah, we are going to have to eat some pie here in a second. Oh, hey, Colin. That's a good point. All right, I'm going to read a question to you from Mike Wiley. Okay. Ask Colin if he feels remote play would be a big selling point for the Vita. No. XCOM, NHL 13, Blops 2. No. Colin says no, Mike. Sorry. NHL's never going to come to Well, that's why you get around it with the remote play. Womp womp. Womp 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 womp. Good work. Thank you. I'm back now. All right, kid. That was Colin. bothering me. Colin's returned. Sure. It does, it, it weighs on you. What if I just went over and licked every single dish? Uh, we, talked about, on the we talked about 300 earlier. <laughs> episode 300. Oh, they're talking about the movie. I'm like, I don't want to talk about the movie. We'll, we'll have a party eventually for it. Uh, How did you feel about King Leonidas? Justin writes in, I told my family I wanted to go to episode 300 for during Christmas dinner. They thought it was because... I'm fucking this question up. <laughs> no, it's good. Keep going. <sighs> Justin tweets, I told my family I wanted to go to episode 300 during Christmas dinner. They thought because it was in SF, I was gay. <laughs> uh, then a little, I don't know what this emoticon means, but it's the colon for the eyes, then a capital S, then a what the fuck. I yeah, I never understood what that was. I guess it's like a, mm, like he's like, it's like, mm. a, like a peanuts face, like an unsure of yourself face. Mm. Right. Now uh, he's doubting his sexuality is what he's saying. Well, it's just funny that's what they jump to. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, you, I like this podcast. Oh, so you're going to San Francisco. A lot of preconceived notions about San Francisco. <laughs> that happens quite a bit. Here's Speaking of uh, relatives, Morgan R. Park tweets, Beyond, guys. Beyond. Beyond. If you had to have your non-gaming relatives play one game, would it be Unfinished Swan or Journey? Journey. Journey, I think, too. Uh, I think un- Unfinished Swan is smart mechanically, but it's also like you kind of need to have games before to understand a lot sure. of that There's stuff. spatial awareness you've got to be figuring yeah, out. There's yeah. a lot, like my, my dad couldn't figure out the vines and stuff. There's no way. Yeah, I, I, my, my dad couldn't play Journey either. Yeah. Like, what the? I'm chirping? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what's this guy chirping for? Which one am I controlling? Which one of the, what's the sandwich guy chirping for? <laughs> oh, those are all the ones I favorited for questions. We could end the show or I can dig through my ads. How long have you been going for? Because they would say. Yeah, 53 minutes, 55 minutes. It's long oh, enough. That's yeah. pretty good. Okay. You've had a good Christmas episode? Yeah. Now nice you want to episode. dig into these pies? Yeah. I like how big the pumpkin pie is that the outer crust is just crumbling under the weight of it. There's nothing <laughs> there's there so to much, support it. There's so much pumpkin filling. It's being there. pulled in from the center <laughs> like a very dense planet. That pecan uh, pie looks really good. It does. All right. Well, we're going to get into this. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Boys, thank you so much for setting aside Thank you for having me. No, it's been a pleasure. You can <laughs> oh, go back was, to your room now. Here. You can go back to thank your room you. now. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> it's the first time Colin's come out the whole time I've been here. We have like a little train we put plates on that run the food down to him and then it comes back out empty. It's like it's like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I like to think about it, uh, creepy puppets on the train. Mm. Meow, 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 meow. Ladies was and gentlemen. That, the song? that was the song. Right? That, no, that wasn't that a song. Was the, 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 cat, the cat. Yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 272 of Podcast Beyond. Remember, Podcast Beyond is IGN's PlayStation podcast. We post every Tuesday. You should like it and come subscribe to it and rate us on iTunes and do all that stuff. But then keep coming to IGN.com so we can keep the mics on that are usually at the office, <laughs> which are usually, this is, I guess, the, the one time it doesn't really matter. But you know what I mean. Uh, read our articles there. Watch our videos there. Comment, like, subscribe. Be part of the conversation. Um, follow us on Twitter. IGN's IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Andrew Garfep is Garfep. <laughs> Andrew Garfep. Goldfarb is Garfep. Mm-hmm. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. Even though he wasn't here today, Pwam Cider is Ryan Clements, also known as Powerhouse. Shuhei Ishida, USP. At USP. American uh, Greed. American Greed TV. <laughs> American Greed TV, yes. All 3,000 followers. We were watching some American Greed today, which spawned into an argument as to who the American Greed VO guy was. <laughs> it's clearly Rip Torn. Rip Torn. It is yeah. not Rip Torn. They said in the beginning, it was like Stacy Nobody. It was just a middle, somebody nobody. Stacy Nobody. Yeah. I added the nobody, but I'm pretty sure the first name was Stacy. <sighs> Rip Torn is a big podcast beyond fan, so Rip, if you could write in, let us know. You'll be great. surprised, I bet. Not really. He probably won't write it. Did you get arrested for robbing a bank? Rip Torn? Oh, the guy from Men in Black? Can no, you, I can don't. We, can you Google this? Sure, I'm, I'm I'll Google sure it before right. we sign off. This, we actually have the internet now. Rip, you want me to rip, rip Torn? Arrested, or Rip Torn Bank. I'm going to go arrested. Sure. 
Oh, fuck, you're right. God, I hate it when you're yeah, right. Yeah. January 31st, 2010. Actor Rip Torn arrested, <laughs> drunk, armed in Connecticut Bank. Yeah. Emmy Award winning actor Rip Torn, who is a recurring role on NBC hit 30 Rock, has been arrested after police found him intoxicated and, and armed inside a Connecticut bank over the weekend. That's how we do it in Connecticut. Apparently. Colin Moriarty's playing us out with a song. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. We usually remember, ladies and gentlemen, we usually turn it over to you. We say, send us your questions at beyond.ign.com. You can also send MP3s of your songs. We play them at the end. However, we're using foreign software here. I'm not even sure how I'm going to get the Beyond intro into it, let alone download songs. Are we doing Christmas music? And we're going to do whatever Colin plays. Goldfarb, you're going to sing this. Oh, good. Oh, my God. Am I even going to know this song? You knew it before. Oh, wait, wait. Which sublime song is this? It's the riot one. Oh my god. Like April 26, 1992? I remember none of the lyrics to this song. April 26, 1992. Something, something, something. Cops getting killed. (laughs) (laughs) Beyond! Beyond! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.